0: My name is Luna Casey and welcome to the New England Ghost Stories Podcast. The New England area is full of tales of haunted locations, legendary creatures, and stories of the just plain weird. So whether you're into ghosts, lake monsters, or strange lights in the night sky, we are your home for all things paranormal. The town of York, Maine, is one of New England's earliest colonial settlements. It received America's first charter in 1641 and was the first incorporated in 1642. First settled by Europeans in 1624, the plantation was originally called Agamenticus, the Abenaki term for the York River. The town has a rich history as a trade center for lumber, sugar, and molasses, manufacturing during the industrial revolution, and later a summer getaway for the well-to-do. Now Maine's south coast is known for its sandy beaches. Summer visitors can also enjoy fishing, kayaking, and all sorts of water sports. For land lovers, there's museums, quaint shops, and even amusement parks. The Old York Historical Society has preserved six historic buildings, including Jefford's Tavern, the Emerson Wilcox House, and the Old Jail, which was built in the 1700s. It is now a museum of colonial and Native American artifacts. The Historical Society also looks after the old burying yard. That holds a few interesting monuments, including the one known as the Witch's Grave. One of the biggest mysteries in York is that of Mary Nasson. Some sources claim that Mary was an old woman who was hung as a witch in the 1700s, and that her last name was Jason. Legend claims that Mary's ghost has been seen strolling through the graveyard, the noose still around her neck. But another story portrays her as an herbalist who helped her neighbors whenever they were sick if you've listened to the new england ghost stories podcast for a while you'll know that we like our ghost stories backed up by facts so let's look at what we know about mary nason first of all her last name was nason not jason the name is clearly visible on her headstone mary was born in 1745 the daughter of Peter Shores and Susanna Ball. Mary was married to Samuel Nassen on August eighth, 1765, in Stratham, New Hampshire. They later moved to York, Maine, where Samuel worked as a saddler and opened a shop. They had six children, Peter, William, Susanna, Samuel, George, and Mary she was a respected herbalist who assisted her community at a time when doctors were scarce legend has it that she was also a skilled exorcist ridding many homes of dark spirits all this earned her the title of a white witch but mary did not live to be an old woman as some sources claim she died in 1774 at the age of 29, less than a year after the birth of her youngest child. Also, since Mary died 82 years after the Salem witch trials of 1692, and there is no record of anyone being hung as a witch in York, this part of the legend is highly unlikely. Whoever is seen walking around with a noose around her neck, it isn't Mary Nassen. Mary's grave is located in the far corner of the old burying yard. Her grave not only has a headstone with her picture carved onto it, but also a footstone and a long stone slab between them. Through age careless maintenance, and possibly vandalism, the footstone has since crumbled away. The inscription on Mary's headstone reads, Here liest quite free from life's distressing care, a loving wife, a tender parent dear, cut down in midst of days, as you may see, but stop my grief. I soon shall equal be when death shall stop my breath and end my time. God grant my dust may mingle, then, with thine. Sacred to the memory of Mrs. Mary Nasson, wife of Mr. Samuel Nasson, who departed this life August 18, 1774, aged 29. According to legend, the stone slab was placed on her grave to keep her from rising, which apparently didn't work, as her ghost is said to haunt the cemetery. But records show that most of the graves in the old burying yard had these stones at one time. The graveyard was located near farmland, and villagers noticed that livestock had a habit of digging up the graves of the newly interred. The solution was to place a granite slab across the grave, called a wolf stone, to keep the animals away. Eventually, a wall was built to keep the animals out, and many of the stone slabs were used in the construction of the wall. Some of the stones could also have been taken by residents to build their own walls, home foundations, or steps into the houses in town. Mary stone may remain because, at that time, the family would be responsible for the maintenance of the plot. Samuel Nasson was planning to move to Sanford, and leaving the stone would be easier for upkeep. Part of the witchcraft legend claims that if you place your hand on the stone, it feels warm to the touch. But maybe because the stone absorbs more heat from the sun throughout the day and takes a long time to cool after the sun goes down. Another part of the legend talks about the crows, which frequent the cemetery in the summer. They are reported to be Mrs. Nassen's familiars witches' pets that are supposed to assist with magical workings. Even if she did have crows for familiars, would they really hang around her grave for nearly 250 years, or would they just find a living witch to assist? There are also stories about children who visit the playground close to the old burying yard. They talk about a kindly woman who pushes them on the swings, only to mysteriously vanish. When asked who they were playing with, the child will reply, Mary. They say Mary rises from the grave to play with the local children. Her ghost is not frightening to them. A curious thing about Mary's grave is that her husband, nor any of her children, are buried with her. That's because Samuel Nassen moved to Sanford, Maine, and remarried on March 4, 1778, to Joanna Tilden, and had several more children. Samuel Nassen died in 1800 and is buried in Sanford, Maine, beside his second wife. If Mary Nassen is haunting the old burial yard, Maybe she's just missing her husband and children, who moved on without her. Thank you for listening to the New England Ghost Stories podcast. New episodes are added every other Friday. New England Ghost Stories is written and produced by L.B. Kirkwood. Music by Vyacheslav Dragunov. If you enjoyed today's episode... You can find the New England Ghost Stories podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or at your favorite podcast directory. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a five-star review. And if you have a story that you'd like to see covered in an upcoming podcast, you can leave a comment on our website at newenglandghoststories.com. Or on our Facebook page at New England Ghost Stories. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, this is Luna Casey.